everyone. Welcome back to Connected. I'm your host, Liz Lovegood, and this is part two of Christian Prophets, Revelation, and the Galactic Federation of Light, ushering in a new 5D world in the age of Aquarius. I hope you enjoy, and as always, please like and subscribe. Thank you. I'm going to break down briefly the idea of going from the 3D dimensional world, the third dimensional world, to the fifth dimensional world, and what that means for us, and how the winter solstice and this Jupiter ushering in the age of Aquarius and the Christmas star are all a part of this. So for a long period of time, the planet, for most of the time that we've known it, has been controlled by upper level beings that are not good. They are not good for us. So the third dimensional world is a heavy dimensional world of duality. You had good and you had evil. Now, we were also controlled as human beings and knowledge was kept from us. So when I start talking a little bit more about Bible prophecy, I will bring this up as well because there are some biblical references to this as well. So through the years, these beings that had control, these, these other entities that have control over the planet, you might have heard of them as being referred to as the reptilians, but if you're religious, you can also equate that to the demonic on some level. How the reptilians operate are how the demonic operates. It's very similar as almost as if one in the same and possibly one in the same. So the reptilians are not human beings, just like demons are not human beings. So I'm working on connection for you all here. The reptilians, how they've been able to rule and control, just like demons, because I'm trying to help you all understand, Demons have the knowledge of all time, just like the angelic beings in God creating them. They haven't incarnated on this planet in human form. So they've existed, if we're going to look at time as being linear, they've existed throughout time and whatever the demons are able to do the angels are able to do and vice versa because why the angels, the demons were once angels but they had fallen. So, <laughs> okay, here we go. The reptilians, getting back to this, how they act is they actually have to enter into a body, a human body, because they cannot be born of the flesh, just like demons cannot be born of the flesh. And what, and you're not gonna watch my video yet because I haven't put it out there, but what most people don't understand about demonic possession which is exactly similar to the reptilians here, is the reptilians integrate their soul, or not their soul, but the reptilians integrate with the human soul within that body. So they coexist within the human body, but basically take over. So in regards to demonic possession, real demonic possession, not of something that you would see in the movies, the demonic can come and go throughout somebody's life, but if somebody invites it in, it then coexists inside of the body because we as the human being have to give this entity permission. There are other ways, but I'm putting out something later on about um, different forms of demonic possession and how that happens or um, 
attachments and things like that. So that will be somewhere else. But just let's go with this one notion that both of these beings enter the body and integrate with that person's soul agreeing. Because as souls, we are born into this planet with a soul agreement or a purpose or let's just say that we are all living out our lives karmically possibly or we are born with a knowing of a sense of duty or something that we need to do a soul path and a soul journey but we agree to much of what we experience in life prior to being born with other people as well making contracts to some degree at one point in my introductory video, I think I talked to you about soul groups and soul circles, but I don't want to get too far away from the main point here. Um, but just know that the soul has to agree to whatever is happening in on that person's soul journey. If it didn't happen in the birth cycle or pri you know prior to being born as a human, it can happen when you are outside of the body, outside of the physical body. So whether you're astral traveling in your sleep and you're experiencing the other side, you could be tweaking those agreements. So long story short, I'm just gonna I'm gonna get back to that later. Since the beginning of time, not the beginning of time, but for a very long time, the reptilians have had control and they have done this with the use of agreeing human beings. Now, whether that has been inherited through family, through ancestry, and through practice, that could be how it's working as well for some people. But throughout the years, the people in power, much of the people in power, had power because they had knowledge that those of us in the Christianity beliefs that God would have knowledge of, that the angels and the demons and not the humans would have knowledge. The reptilians would also have this knowledge. So they knew about manifesting. They know about everything that we know about today. They know how to do everything a demon and an angel can do because again, it's quite possible, <laughs> big possibility here that reptilians are demons. Um, they act in the exact same way. I, I can't describe it in any other fashion. So they don't exist in a physical form. They have to use our form. So throughout history, they controlled us. They controlled us by changing narratives, by changing, be changing beliefs, telling us what is true, telling us what to believe, altering texts of materials, in some cases, religious texts, and just controlling people and for those of you that have studied mythology it's very similar so when you start studying all the mythologies of the world the gods and the goddesses they all played with the people and made them do whatever it is they wanted to do so that's true that's like what was happening with the reptilians um for the longest time they were messing with us so yes, you have good and bad because the earth was in 3D form and that's the world of duality. However, these beings had some ultimate control. Um, apparently this had something to do, I, I believe with the grid, but I'm not sure, I gotta do more research into this. But somehow they were able to retain control for a long period of time. So, us ordinary humans being born and living out our lives karmically, we would choose to be born on this planet so that we can live an earth life, 
but knowing that as when we go through the birth cycle that we would forget our connections to the other side that was part of being a human being so this happened for a very long time now what's happening now just like biblically with revelation that has to end there's a point in time where it has to end if you believe in god god believes god wants to be god is with us god is a part of us but ultimately biblically speaking god has said there's a time when we will be together again so their time is up and they know it so i'm just going to sort of go with let's say the beginning or to the middle of the 19th to, uh, to the 20th century this is where it really started to heat up because and there are chances that things like this had happened before, but I'm just going to go with our current present timeline. So there were some big energy boosts, like I talked about, that had come in during the mid-20th century. At that time, um, I mean, look at it. We took, well, I won't even go there, but World War II was a real bad situation. Um, but we got ourselves out of it for the most part. However, again, remember those powers that be the little controllers of the world. It is not a conspiracy. It is reality. We're trying as light workers to wake people up to reality. So the people that were in control started to know that our energy was raising, that um, because of the vibrational bumps in the frequencies, these light beings, the Galactic Federation, and remember, Jesus is a part of this, has been helping humanity and the angels since these large bumps of energy have been hitting the planet. So I won't get too far into this, but they've tried different things throughout the years. But the biggest help I believe that we had was in 1987 with the Harmonic Convergence. And you can look this up as well. So in 1987, there was another huge energy wave that hit the planet that has really helped us. Without that, I'm not sure that we would have lived past 2012, that we would have had to restart again, like a reset and go through these challenges again. So with the harmonic convergence, many religious people and um, people that were spiritually minded got together around the world at different high points of energy and meditated and brought up the Earth's vibration and their own vibrational frequencies. So that was 1987. And then I, you know, I, I had said, like, you can start exploring different belief systems, whatever you're called to study and research, go ahead and do. At one point, <clears throat> I know I had talked to you about how I had started following Cryon, who's channeled by Lee Carroll, and Cryon has said that he was only allowed to come in to help us after 1989 with the fall of the Berlin Wall. So between 1987 and my guess is the early 90s, there was a lot happening that we didn't know about on the other side. So the Galactic Federation of Light is really doing God's work. So that central sun that feeds us all energy and life and that we come from is we come from this God creator, all of us. 
So they've been helping us as best as they possibly can because on this planet, we have free will. So when we talked about timelines briefly in other videos that I've done, we have a collective timeline that all of us as human beings are on and experiencing at once, like together, the collective. Um, so what's happening on a grand scale all together. But then we have our individual timelines that we're on as well. So we have choice. I, as Liz, I, as Liz, have choice in my own life, on my own life path. But Liz's choices on her life path are ultimately affecting the collective. So when I talk to you about personal work and raising your vibration and how that is not selfish, because as you are raising your personal vibration, do the work on yourself first and love yourself before you can love others. And that's the message that's coming through from the Federation and from Jesus as well. So you have to be able to internalize and realize why am I experiencing these different emotions? And are these healthy? Are these high vibrational emotions? Um, what's triggering them? And how can I just live out of my heart and live out of love? And one of the tips that I think I'd given in the past in one of my videos, but this is my biggest tip for you, is to be respectful that everyone is on their own soul journey. Yes, their journey is going to affect the collective consciousness. However, they need to do them, I guess. I guess that's the phrase these days. You do you and I'll do me. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, all you really should be focusing on is raising your own personal vibration and being the best person you can possibly be, sharing your light, sharing your love, and then you're going to help other people. So really, there's no room for the anger, the hatred, the violence. There's no room for any of that in the new dimensional world, not on the level that we're seeing it at all um, right now or within. I mean, those things really shouldn't be there. If you begin to start respecting that everybody's on their own path and you can see where they're coming from at the stage that they're in on their path. So I can respect that not everybody is ready to wake up there are some people that are going to stay in this 3D world of duality because that's their plan and that's their choice. And I'm going to get back to this biblically when I start talking about the Bible. So just know that it's good to just respect other people and try to help them with your light, your love, and your prayer. And that's all that you can really do at this point. So, but good news is we have more and more help coming from the other side. So they're here to help us as we ascend. So getting back to the planetary changes, once 87 rolled around with the harmonic convergence, it, it was a beautiful thing because at that point, um, the other side and the Galactic Federation of Light pretty much got, like, Cryon got the go-ahead to come down here and start helping us in 89 again, with the fall of the Berlin Wall. But you see there have been some progressions throughout history where humanity started to get better and to grow in love and light and peace. That's a good word. Peace and happiness and joy and vibration to pull the world up and to, as 
Liz on her soul path is raising her vibration. She is helping the collective to raise their vibration. So once 87 rolled around, the Galactic Federation of Light pretty much knew that we'd be fine in 2012. They still needed to help us. We have free will. We could have veered off the wrong path. But at that point, we had raised the vibration so much that it was, it was, it was going in the right direction and everyone knew it, including the reptilians. So throughout this time from the mid 20th century on the galactic federation of light, again, I'm just using that as these light beings, um, whatever you want to refer to them as. But again, if you believe in, it depends on what you believe in. Um, but a lot of you, I'm going to talk to you about the Bible today. So just knowing that Jesus is a part of this group and that there are good and bad energies at work in any belief system. But the Galactic Federation of the Light is here to help us. And if you can believe and wrap your head around the fact that God created human beings and God created angels, which then some had changed into the demonic entities that we know he created all life on earth and planet and this is our upbringing and our paradigm of thought then quite possibly you can wrap your head around the fact that god had created other beings on other planets as well and can we all believe in the same god yes and that's the beauty of it all so everything's connecting what they're saying on the other side, the Galactic Federation of Light, about 2021, no, 12-21-20, <laughs> December 21st equinox, as well as what the evangelical prophets are saying, where they're getting their information from God, Jesus, and the angels. Guess what, people? Everyone, you are all predicting the same thing, including the Bible. Not just you all. I'm going to bring up Dolores Cannon. And Dolores Cannon was a very famous hypnotist that had worked with her clients. And she gained information through a state of deep hypnosis. Through thousands of hypnosis sessions with her clients, she was able to get information from the Galactic Federation of Light. So she didn't channel herself like Lee Carroll channels Cryon. They were coming to her while she had clients in a hypnotic state and giving her information. So all different types of people have been saying the same exact thing about what's happening today. That's why the, this time is so important. Prior to 2012, we had prophecy, lots of it that existed, including I even had my own feelings about things that I had seen, day visions. For me, it was mainly a big meteor that ever, it would hit southeastern United States, possibly the shore or the land. But I would see this thing in the sky. I'd be in a bathroom and I'd feel the walls crumble down around me like I see it blow up almost like um, a nuclear bomb, like all these things, buildings crumbling. I'd be getting my nails done at the mall and I'd feel like the walls crumbling and just seeing the structure on the outside. You've probably heard of all of this disastrous prophecy, right? Well, 
It's true because we were on track to either pass our test in 2012 and to move forward to this new dawn, this new age that we're approaching right now of positivity in a fifth dimensional upper level world, or we were going to have to start over, folks. But thankfully, we passed our test and now we're on our way to a brighter, better world. And that's what this is all about. So, you know, prophecy that existed prior to 2000, you can just get rid of that. As well as biblical prophecy, there's a lot in here in Revelation. There's a lot of stuff that has, it just doesn't matter anymore. It's, um, it's kind of, it's chance has come and gone, okay? But there's still stuff in here to play out, okay? Um, so my own personal feelings about this, and I'll just, I'm not even going to get into it right now, but the Antichrist's opportunity to rise has gone. It is not here anymore. Um, if that were to happen, my own personal belief was that the Antichrist was going to come to power in 2012 after, if you start studying the true signs of the Antichrist, you can figure out who this was supposed to be, but the power was supposed to come into being around, I believe, 2012, after a period of reign um, that was peaceful. I mean, if you think about it, the, the Antichrist was sort of depicted as a beautiful face, as something that would trick us and fool us and when we start talking about awakening and being awake to the evils on the planet and the darkness and shining our light on it to destroy it with our light naturally in our vibration that's pretty much what we did the antichrist was not allowed to rise does it mean that the body that the antichrist was supposed to inhabit doesn't currently exist on the planet i'm not going to say that it doesn't but can the antichrist rise not in our world. So just know that that is done and you don't even have to worry about it. Just gone. And again, believe what you want to believe. Take it in and let the rest go because I could be wrong. Um, again, you know, you're, we're constantly learning. We're constantly evolving. We're not allowed to handle all of the information of the universe right now or all at once. We just can't. We'd probably spontaneously combust at about a quarter of it or less. So right now, I think I'm just going to jump right into Bible prophecy in regards to the 21st and the 20th and what some of the evangelical prophets have said, as well as stuff that I've personally gotten myself recently. These past three months, we've really been see receiving a ton of energy and light from the other side and help. And it's kind of interesting because since August, personally for myself, I've really connected more with the beings that have been giving me information. And for a while now, about a year, I've been given information in regards to the Bible. So where to go and what I need to know. But I feel like I need to share some of this with the audience, especially since in August I discovered not knowing what evangelical prophets had been saying, I stumbled upon a channel. Um, I'll go with this. So like in August, I had a prophetic dream. Very powerful. Very powerful. And 
I had a feeling about what this stream meant, but I wasn't 100 on it. But usually when I communicate with spirit, they give me a confirmation. So if I'm right about something, so it's because a lot of times I second guess myself. I've been doing this for years, but I'm finally getting out of it because I understand how I'm communicating with them now. But it's really, um, you know, it's really the ego that comes in that really makes me think that it's all in my head and that it's not me communicating, but it is me communicating with the other side. So long story short, I had a prophetic dream in August and I talked to some people about it. You know, I talked to my mom and I tell my mom some of the stuff that I'm getting. I I joke because I tell my hairdresser I love her and my, my, my friends that are very spiritual are like, you tell your hairdresser this stuff, but she probably thinks you're freaking nuts. Um, but I truly believe that my hairdresser is also a light worker. Many of us are. Many of us don't know that we are these light workers. I'll get back to that later. But I had a prophetic dream that I wasn't sure about. And that night before bed, um, it, it, the easiest way sometimes for I mean, they'll find different ways to give you signs, but I think sometimes for me, the easiest ways for them to give me something is just really through different forms of media. It's like when spirit communicates with you, let's say you lost a grandparent, and there's a song that reminds you of that grandparent, and you're driving down the road, and all of a sudden you think of your grandparent, and this song comes on the radio. That's your sign from them that they're there with you. Um, and that they're protecting you. So it's quite a beautiful thing. So there are certain elements that they're able to control on the other side to send us messages. So before bed, I tend to get like these, I watch YouTube a lot um, because I can choose where I'm getting my information and from whom I'm getting my information. Uh, because when we talked about the reptilians and the people in charge, oh, going back to this, I forgot about this. So since the planet has been changing, I want to get back to this really quick before I jump into Bible prophecy. Since we've, we've been able to raise the planet's vibration and our collective vibration throughout the years, the Galactic Federation of Light has been helping us. So these other world beings, entities, have been helping us in a couple of different ways and more than I probably even know. But for one, they've been taking the reptilians off the planet when they are not in human form and not allowing them to reincarnate. And the biblical prophets had said something similar in saying that God wasn't allowing evil entities to incarnate anymore because that's how they were getting it. The reptilians are not allowed, they're, they're being pulled out of this dimension so that they are not with us as much as they could. So when the goodness started to outweigh the evil on the planet, the reptilians knew this was going to happen. So again, we all know there's some sort of timeline, and at a certain point, we're going to be with God, and we're going to ascend. So the reptilians knew our time is limited. So I think I had, in my this upcoming video I'm going to do on possession, Father Bishop McKenna, who had worked with the Warrens, had said there was a spike in exorcism around the 1950s, or the need for exorcism, a spike in possession, so much so that the Catholic Church couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle the cases. This was something that they hadn't seen before. And it just continued. It, it just continued. And they couldn't figure it out. You know, like, it's every, it was just everywhere. 
maybe it was at that point that the Galactic Federation of Light had made themselves known that they were taking the reptilians or possibly the demonic off the planet. So these beings had to be in a body so that they couldn't get pulled off the planet. They know their time is limited. There are less and less and less of them in physical bodies on the planet thanks to our friends on the other side that are working for God. So just again, know this. We are all trying to help each other. So <laughs> with that, uh, the reptilians are basically grasping at straws. The reptilians are trying to take as many people down with them as possible. So if you look at this from a demonic perspective, they would be doing the same thing. Knowing their time is limited, especially after 2012. That's why this world has been so chaotic because as our collective frequency is raising and the vibration of the planet is raising, those reptilians know their time is limited. They're trying to get as many people as possible and cause problems. And they also know that our light is not only alchemizing the darkness. Those of us on the planet are doing this. We can do this without the Galactic Federation of Light doing it for us. And they are trying to just maintain control of power in whatever way that they can. They do this through fear, instilling fear in people. They feed off from it. They, they feed off from our fear. They can control us with fear because then we're dependent upon them. And these beings are the ones that control the world right now. For the most part and they are trying to just it's sort of like a battle for souls in 2012 it was supposed to be a big shift the shift it did happen the shift however why is there a strong period between 2012 and 2020 where we're now coming up to this new dawn of december 21st with this whole jupiter ushering in with the christmas star the star of bethlehem these, this new age of Aquarius. So this period of eight years has really been a spiritual battle, folks. We as light workers, th those of us that consider ourselves light workers, and those of you that don't know that you're light workers, have been sharing our light and trying to save and awaken as many people as we possibly can, where their party, the darkness, is trying to take as many people as they can with them by keeping them in the dark, by keeping them asleep, by staying in control of them and making them live out of fear and anger and hatred. In fact, I'm going to use China as a reference because when you start learning some of this, how the politics are involved, uh, the Chinese use a phrase called, we strangle you with your own systems. And that's how they infiltrate countries. They figure out what in that country causes problems, anger, hatred. And in our country, the United States, they trigger us with race. Um, but in certain countries, they figure out like what, you know, how we can take down your systems, the things that you depend on, the things like religion, and then they infiltrate. So when you think about the reptilians, they do the same damn thing. They actually present themselves just like biblically how we were supposed to see the Antichrist as this beautiful being 
beautiful being. Why? To be awake is to be aware of what's really happening behind the scenes. It's not being a pawn in somebody's game. It's not being controlled. It's not being on the streets as part of the riots. It's not being used. So to be awake is to be aware and to gain power and control over those systems that have been controlling us forever. So there has been spiritual warfare on a grand scale for the past eight years. So we're seeing that on the planet right now. However, it's going to start fizzling out because why we have this new dawn, this new age coming in with the 21st. So again, you can see that the agitation, it's not just these reptilians or demonic, whatever you want to call them, these beings that are trying to take as many people with them as possible. As our vibration raises, like we've just hit from what I've learned, the fourth dimensional frequency that we've held, which means that the 3D beings are no longer going to be able to continue to be present at some point. So their vibration isn't high enough. Yes, we're pulling them with us. We're raising their vibration against their will. But that is causing agitation and that is causing anger to play out. So in regards to lightworkers and our purpose on the planet in this whole evolutionary frequency is if you look at Dolores Cannon's studies again with hypnosis and deep hypnotherapy, there are so many ways that you can get this information. Like I haven't studied Ra's The Law of One, but I get the same information from The Law of One from other resources through Dolores Cannon's work, through other hypnotists' work. I am a certified hypnotist as well as Cryon who channels from the other side. The difference with our planet and paths and journeys is that we do have free will. So there can't be one prophecy that is always set in stone or always cemented in because we as a collective can change our minds at any moment. So yes, there are things that are probably bound to happen like revelation, but as a collective, we could change our path along the way so it would take us longer to get to an end result. So who would want us to take longer? The reptilians. So they're throwing everything they can at us, all kinds of things in their toolbox to try to keep us from ascending. So the longer they can keep us down, the longer they can keep us controlled and manipulated and in fear and anger and hatred, the easier it will and hiding everything, all of their dark practices, as well as who they are. Because you might think somebody is a reptilian, but they could be a pawn in that reptilian's game, an upper level pawn. It's almost like Dracula and how Dracula would have, uh, shoot, I forgot his name. He would have a human being though, even in Fright Night, you would have a human that would watch over your place while you slept. Or you would have a human that would do your bidding for you. And that's exactly what the reptilians do. So they have people that are human beings that they've probably given wealth and power to that, again, like the idea of selling your soul, those people are now indebted to these reptilian beings and they do their bidding for them. So there's so many people wrapped up in this. There are different tells for figuring out if somebody is a reptilian when you meet them in person. A lot of times people say there's something about their eyes and you can just tell, which is quite interesting because the eyes are the windows to the soul. 
So I feel though, remember, use your discernment or your spiritual feelings about things. If you're next to something that's like, let's say tomorrow you get a vision of Jesus being in front of you, but you're afraid of that and there's something that's scaring you, really do a self-assessment because when the demonic tries to scare you, or I'm sure the reptilians are the same, they try to use things in your life against you. Remember, strangle them with their own systems. So for instance, I had at one point, there was, um, I've had this happen so many times, a demonic entity that disguised itself as my mother, but I knew it wasn't my mother. Typically, when the demonic changed things, try to disguise themselves as something, there's some small thing that is off about them. So it could just be, you know, maybe there was the earlobes or something very small. Maybe one eye is a different color or, but there are different ways that you can tell if you can't sense it with your own, your own sensory feelings and your emotions and your ability to discern between good and bad. Oh, so getting back to the light worker's role. Dolores Cannon, the hypnotist, described it from her studies of hypnosis as three waves of beings that were coming into this planet. When you start looking into star children, crystal children, indigo children, those are like the waves. They came in at different points to do different things. But most of us are light. We consider ourselves light workers. So I think that was the second wave with Dolores the light workers came for different purposes, but they call us the way showers, light workers. Um, for one, it's to hold high high vibrational energy and light on the planet, but it's also to use our light to heal others, help others, people that are within our vicinity, we can help raise their energy. Um, natural healers are light workers too, if you think about it in that regard. I think I told you, or in one of the videos, um, that if you feel run down a lot, it could be that you're naturally giving your energy unknowingly to other people. So people would come around you, like, again, my hairdresser, I think she's just a natural light worker. She, I call her like, my therapist but like hairdressers and barbers they hear all of our stuff all day long so we're constantly unloading on them and my friend she's a social worker same thing she is getting bombarded by people but she's a natural healer and she gives her energy away not knowing so by the end of the day you're drained so there are ways to protect yourself so watch some of the videos upcoming videos on that but the light workers, so holding the light on the planet to usher in this new age, as well as the high vibrational frequency to help us pass those steps. So the more and more light workers that were on the planet prior to 1987, who were here for the harmonic convergence in 87, were able to shift the planet's energy along with the other people in the collective that were doing this on their own so that we could usher in this new age so that we could pass our tests in 2000, 2012 and wouldn't have to go and repeat our steps. So that's what I mean by like the light worker's purpose. Sometimes light workers are drawn to different areas and different places. I'm gonna try to go quickly through this because there's so much to this video. But that's just because the grid, the crystalline grid on the planet, it holds all energy throughout history, but it 
it really, if there's a lot of negativity there, like, um, like I lived in Salem, for instance, and obviously the witch trials and God, New England is just swamped in dark history. So what I would do, and I didn't even know that this is what a light worker should do until later, but when I would go on walks throughout Salem, I would imagine my white light around me, that Christ light, remember it's that white protective light, but it's the high vibrational light that's going to help you raise your vibrational frequency with the planet to ascend. But I would imagine my light expanding in just all over. I mean, just like going around me like it's a big circle and just healing all of Salem, downtown Salem, when I'd walk around it. So, but what I didn't know I was doing was really what like Cryon has said and other people have said that we're using our light to heal the grid. So to transmute that negative energy that the grid has been holding so that once the grid can shed its bad, dark, dark energy that's been keeping all of our good non-earthly helpers away from us, they are now able to shed their light and there's just too much light here for any of that darkness to stay. So I'll just put it that way. So light workers, that was kind of our purpose. And right now we have passed our test, but we're still feeling the remains of these reptilians, demonic, whatever you want to call them, causing the problems because we haven't gotten rid of them completely yet. Yes, they're being dealt with on a slow basis, but it's been happening faster and faster and faster. Remember this eight year period between 2012 and 2020, look, December 21st, December 21st. And when you start looking at numerology with the 12s and the 21st and the 20th and it's 2020, 2021, it's all very, very connected. So now we're just getting rid of them. Happy, happy, happy. So let's get back to, let's go to some Bible prophecy here. Now, I think I had meant, yeah, I did mention in one of my other videos that before the pandemic hit, I was being drawn to Matthew. It was mainly starting with Matthew, the parable of the weeds from the Matthew 13, 24 through 13, 30. However, around Easter, I was getting more of the parable of the sower in regards, you know, from the other side to go deeper with this. And then later on, most recently, I was drawn back again to Matthew 13, 13. <laughs> and this is really weird how that happened too. But just remember, when you start getting information from the other side, you have to trust it and you have to go with it. And like, why am I keep getting pulled back into these sections of Matthew? And actually at the beginning of Matthew, Matthew 2 talks about the star of Bethlehem or the Christmas star and the birth of Jesus. So when I was learning about the parable of the weeds and the weeds and the wheat and the harvest, Long story short, when I first read this, I connected it with the virus and what was happening because if we all have soul agreements and we all know certain things that are supposed to happen throughout our lives, but nobody knew for sure, when I was born at least, that we would pass our test in 2012. So all of these people, let's say 
I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. Let's say people born before the harmonic convergence, but it's probably even people that were born closer to 2012. Were, we were all, we had these soul agreements coming into this planet probably with a 90% chance that we were going to kill ourselves and have to start all over. Um, even though those of us that came in as light workers, we knew this a lot. They call us volunteers. Like, we all volunteered to be here knowing that we were going to die in 2012, if you think about it that way. So what about those people that, let's say they had made a plan up until 2012, but now I need to, maybe I want to be reincarnated because maybe I have more karma I need to work through before the shift. There's all kinds of things happening. So soul agreements probably, they're saying that they don't even really, they're not even happening anymore, but... When we're planning on a soul level what we're going through, right now it's too difficult or that it has been in the past eight years just because with free choice and free will and the way that we've been shifting way faster than I think a lot of people expected, it's very difficult to plan or prophesize or fortune tell or however you want to say it, but like consciously it's very hard for us to figure out what our next steps are because things are happening so fast and so rapidly but on the other side we're still connected to I guess if we wanted to if we our soul agreement still existed with you know karma we might have had to still work out on the other side when we're sleeping let's say and we're astral traveling we're changing our plans we're tweaking them so when you start learning about this and just get rid of the whole whatever's happening in the planet right now, but in regards to reincarnation, you'd be reincarnated in each lifetime, typically knowing what was going to happen. You'd have soul agreements with people in your soul groups. You would learn lessons. We're here on this planet to learn lessons. And you would basically have a window of death for the most part. Like you would know this stuff on a soul level. But you would still be learning and enjoying this time in the physical body on this planet. And I say enjoying because apparently it's much different like going on vacation from the other planets. Because we do have free will. But we also don't recognize, we don't remember our power or anything else that we have. Like we don't have connection directly to our soul the way that we would like to. Okay, so where I'm going with this was once you start learning and understanding that soul purpose, like what am I going to learn on this planet in this lifetime? What am I going to teach others on this planet in this lifetime? So the soul knows all these things that are happening for a reason. Like those people that died in the Titanic, they all knew they were going to die. They came to this planet knowing that that was probably, they might not have known that that's how they were going to die, but they knew they'd die in some sort of drastic way that would impact the planet. The Holocaust, people that have gone through the Holocaust, same kind of thing. Different it's like being a martyr, self-sacrifice. So I don't really want to explain it too much other than everything that happens to us in a soul agreement or in our soul journey, we chose. So I hate saying it that way, but we chose it for a life lesson or to help somebody else. And I've actually met people that recognize this. So if you chose to go through something and let's say somebody helped you, maybe they had to learn a lesson from that. So all of these people, you had a bunch of people that thought they were going to die in 2012, but now they know that light is winning and we are transitioning into a fifth dimensional plane. 
So when I saw the harvest, I was assuming that the virus would be a way out for some people. It was actually a lesser of things that could have happened to us. We could have had a war. We could have had all different kinds of things happen where certain souls had to leave the planet. That, that was sort of my assumption. But I also knew that with the harvest, me being a Bible reader, I loved Revelation and I studied Revelation my entire life pretty much. I was really into symbolism. I was an English major. I taught high school English. I was really into the symbolism and reading the Bible as literature and trying to figure it out for myself and biblical end times. So I had studied all this, but you know, in the Bible, it talks about the rapture and in the rapture, you disappear. Like you hope that you're the people that disappear, that you are taken because you want to be with God. But in the harvest, it's very interesting, it explains it in a different way. The angels come and take the weeds from the wheat. So they're actually harvesting, they're taking the weeds first, which is not how I read and which is not how I read and understood the rapture. So I think I was meant to know that that was something, but the harvest deals with the separation from the weeds from the wheat. Now, Dolores Cannon had seen this separation, but how the other worldly beings are seeing this separation is like through the two dimensions splitting and coming apart. The third dimension, that's again a dimension of duality where we are controlled by these dark evil beings that we don't want to be controlled by, where we have no power. To the fifth dimension, that's going to look a lot different for us when we get there. Um, but again, it's a place, even the other world, even the Galactic Federation of Light, members of the Federation of Light are referring to this place as heaven, as a heavenly place. Yeah, they say ascension to the highest heavens. And that's what's happening with this ushering age into the age of Aquarius, is the ascension to the highest heavens. So... <laughs> Liz Lovegood here. I wanted to thank you personally for listening to this podcast. If you could take a few moments to subscribe and rate this podcast, it would be extremely helpful in helping this podcast grow. Also, if you could share this with others, it would be very helpful as well. If you would like more information about the topics presented or if you would like to reach out, check us out at lovegoodholistic.com where I will be posting the videos of the podcast that you're listening to. My email information and contact information is up there as well. So again, that's lovegoodholistic.com. And if you really want to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, you can go to the link in the descriptor below, which is anchor.fm slash connected 5D slash support. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you enjoy.